What is sugar daddy energy? What is it like dating in Mozambique? Why do people follow a social sexual script? This is basically life, looking at how folks are sexing, loving, and living. And I'm your host, Tiff Nuga. Hi, I'm Eliana Nzualo. I'm from Mozambique. Uh, I am a cat lover, uh, deeply in love with words and stories. That's Eliana, pronouns she, her. She is a beautiful being from Mozambique who is a storyteller based in Maputo. She is also a feminist and a cat lover deeply in love with words. How words stretch and break, at times betray us, sometimes run from us, how words are such a big part of us. Kind of like cats. Cats are a theme here. My baby, are you good? I'm good. I'm feeling so good today. Thank you. How are you? I'm good too. It's also your, is it your birthday today? It was yesterday. Yesterday. 15th, yeah, April the 15th. 15th of April. Happy mm-hmm. birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you are here in Joburg, Jolaring, all the way from Maputo. All the way from Maputo. You know, when you say all the way, it's just like, it's a 45 minute flight if you were flying. If you were flying. Yes. It's actually easier to get to Maputo than it is to get to Cape Town. Yeah, exactly. It really is, hey? Mm-hmm. Like, but you know, because it's cross-border, nights feeling fancy, you guys are catching flights, not feelings. <laughs> Especially now with COVID, you know, like with the whole getting tested, whatever, like it involves more planning than before, where we were just like, well, let's just get on a bus and now you, you just know, cross. Yeah. So even, like, I don't know why I felt like if you do bus things, then you don't have to get tested, but you actually do, don't you? Yes. Like, it's actually serious, hey? It's serious. So how, so how has it been being in Joburg? It's been fun, you know, in... I was a bit uh, scared. You know, it's still weird to travel because of COVID. Like, Mm. we haven't been traveling outside of the country as much. And this was my second or third, like, international thing. Mm -hmm. But it was my first time driving. So, like, I didn't know what the border would look like and... How uh, you maneuver the border. Yeah, like, those sort of things. Because the other time when I traveled, I was flying and it was just weird, like... It has been weird being in airports, Exactly. Hey? So there's like, like, there's this anxiety there. There's some sort of anxiety. We're like, okay, let's just go. You know, we need to, we need to regain some sort of control mm-hmm. of our lives and, mm-hmm. you know, of movements. We can't be locked down forever. Okay. But I also know we met for drinks mm-hmm. the other day. And you guys are here try, trying, to, trying to find beautiful people as well. That is part of the plan. We, we found them. We found them. Before the beautiful people. Okay, so like... Where are you finding these beautiful people? How did and how did it go? Because now I'm gonna make you go back in time and then tell me what dating there by Mozambique is like. Cause I'm curious as shit. But like, so now you enjoy. Where did you find these beautiful people? And what beautiful people so, did you find? The main thing is, we need to welcome magic into our lives mm. like every day. Mm. You know, when you wake up, if you say your pray, if you I don't know what your ritual is of waking up, but just like. Welcome magic into your life. You know, if you meet someone, and this is something that I always, even like with us the other day, where sometimes you see someone, you're like, oh, maybe you follow them on social media. They seem like cool people, but you never actually engage in a conversation. You never invite them to do things. And so I think just having that open attitude towards like meeting new people, if you find them interesting, just letting them know. Mm -hmm. And then things can flow from there, you know, like we didn't 
We didn't know each other, but now we are friends. Now we are friends. You see? You see? I brought you birthday wine. That's why you know I like you. Ah, thank you. You know, birthday wine is a real thing. This one is special. This one is going back. It's going back. It's, going no, back it's not for drinking no, night. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is like, you know, a good dinner, mm-hmm. maybe with a special someone. With a little special someone. Yes, because okay. it's a special bottle, you know. No, it's not. It's, it's a like, good bottle. There's, 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 there's good energy here in this wine. I can I feel it. it. I, can I love feel it. it. No, I've put all the good energy in this wine. <laughs> so speaking of special people... Give us a breakdown. What has dating been like for you? Actually, no, first questions first. I want to actually know how you identify, right? Like in terms of sexuality and the people that you're, these good energies are bringing, like what is your vibe? My vibe is I'm somewhere in the bisexuality or pansexuality Mm -hmm. spectrum of things. Mm Because again, I just enjoy things, magical things in my life. You, you just know? enjoy, you're open <laughs> for the things. I'm here, you know, I only have this one life. But Tong, that's so true. So what has dating been like for you? Hard. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle is real. Like, wait, so why, why is the struggle real? Like, uh, I don't know. I think it's like just a combination of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, also like. COVID is just this block in our lives, right? And Guys, I it has like changed our personality. Dating pre-COVID. Was yes, like. <laughs> I can tell you, pre-COVID, uh, you know, fun meeting mm-hmm. people. Uh, I think I've had two serious-ish relationships. Okay, you know, okay. Like between 2018 and 2020, mm-hmm. like you know, like solid relationships, yeah. you know, solid connections where you're like, okay, this is a person. You this know? is like my person, we are doing our thing. Yes, uh-huh. exactly like that vibe. And even like the the level of depth in that connection, right? With the things you share, the I don't know, the conversations you are having with this person, mm-hmm. even in terms of sex, because we can talk about sex, right? Yeah, of like course. Of the, course. Are you lost? The quality, <laughs> the quality of sex you're having, you know, and like just the, the freedom to explore. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's important to have that safe space we want, right? And I feel like between 2018, 2020, that was the vibe in my life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with the pandemic, it all changed because now you can't really go out and meet new people. You like can't. Even like, even just kissing someone, right? Yeah, it's, it's like we used to just go different. to a club and meeting someone, and you know, oh, why not? Let's just kiss yeah. now. Mm. I'm like, ah, I know, I know, right? It hits different. You're like, but who are you? We don't even know if you got COVID. Like, oh my gosh, it's hectic. It's hectic, and yeah, I just think also because of just individual struggles that we that we went or we are going through during the pandemic. I'm mm-hmm. talking about financial stress, you know, and maybe the living conditions have changed for mm-hmm. most of us and just having to deal with a lot of things that were inside us that now we had to face because there were no distractions. Yeah, oh gosh, dealing with your own shit mm-hmm. during the pandemic. Yar. So, you know, I went through all of that and I even shared this with you the other day where uh, my therapist said that I needed to stop hunting. I needed to stop being the chaser in my relationships and I mm. need to allow myself to be chased. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and like be vulnerable in that sense of just be open. Open, yeah. Like, mm. don't try to be in control because when you are the chaser, you are in con- in control. You are preaching to the choir. And you right already now. know, like, if I do this, then this must happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you are in control of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But now, if I'm being chased, I need to like let go. Let go, and that's so scary. Oh my gosh, it's. Terrifying. So now going back to dating, I need to like understand this new 
thing that this, I'm trying, right? Where you're open. Where I'm open and I'm not, I'm not actively chasing. I'm just okay. allowing myself to be chased. Okay, so know? to go back to the chasing thing, because like, um, so I'm going to put photos on the Instagram because this new thing I do, that's why I was taking a little video of you. So people can see what mm-hmm, you look like. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you are very femme presenting. You're even serving me lashes, sis. I am. You are I serving lashes. <laughs> like you are serving, and you know, within... Not even just the queer community, even like in straight places, mm-hmm. if you're more from presenting, you're supposed to be chased, right? Yes. So how how did you get to a point of chasing people? Like, how did that become your MO? Because I, like... Yeah. I'm just that bitch. I've always been this bitch, you know. I'm a go-getter in everything in my you're, life. You're focused. I, I am that girl mm-hmm. where I'm like, if I'm in a space and I see someone and I want them, mm-hmm. I will make it known, mm-hmm. you know, like... I see you. I want you, you know. Let me buy you a drink. Oh, let that's your max this. style. Oh, let you, me, you focus like that. I'm there. I'm not. Let, let's dance. Let's whatever. What's your name? What's your Instagram handle? Like, yeah, I like am, what you doing? What's mm-hmm, good, papi? What's good, mom? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, exactly, okay. you know. That's the vibe. And even when I'm being chased, most of the times I don't realize that I'm being chased. Yeah, you see, that's the problem of being a chaser. You don't know when you're being chased because it's not in your mind. Unless you someone this, tells me. Yeah, and like, people don't say, hey, can we also talk about how people don't say? Yeah, this needs to change. This has thank to change. You, thank you. People need to say exactly, like, I want you. I am interested. Yeah. This is what I'm here for. Right. Because if you're playing friends, and also that's the thing, uh, especially like, because I'm fan presenting, like you said, mm-hmm. a lot of women if i approach them they think like i want to be friends i, know, I have right? a lot of friends <laughs> i got friends let me tell you i got friends i have friends that i've known since i was born that i'm still friends with to this day i have friends from school from like primary from high school mm-hmm. from uni mm-hmm. i have friends all over the world fam Got Girl. a new friend in the studio right now, so... Imagine. Bitch has friends. Thank you, my people. I'm looking for... I'm looking for... Oh, my gosh. You see, like, you see, you just come on this podcast <laughs> to speak my soul. Because I... So now when I was in Cape Town, this actually reminds me of when I was in Cape Town. And so I had a thing with somebody, and then it kind of didn't work out, and then we separated. Okay. And then we reconnected, because, mm. you know, I use books to Mac. That's oh. how I Mac, right? I come and I'm like, yo, I, I dropped a couple of books, like, yo, let me gift you, right? Mm. So, and I gift this honey these books. Like, she's like, oh, I actually already have touch, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, also, I don't know how deep I should get into this, because I think she listens to this podcast. <laughs> but anyway... So now when we have an intentional conversation, because now we start talking again. Okay. And it's so, so I'm, I'm in a phase in my life where I am done. I'm fucking done with unintentional, like, interactions. Amen. Are we friends? Are we lovers? Like, are you into non-monogamy? Yeah, what's are the intention you, what's here? What's the intention yeah, yeah, here, yeah. right? So now I'm about to leave Cape Town. So I'm like, look, my G, I'm not going back to Joburg with some wishy-washy mm. shit. Like, what is this? Because we had sex, then we stopped talking because it degenerated, na na na. And now we're talking again, and we're talking about doing things as if we're lovers. Mm. But, you know, I know before you said that you didn't have the range to have a lover. So what is this? And we go back and forth for ages, and eventually she's like, what do you want? And me, I lay down. I'm like, I want nudes, I want cutesages, I want this, like, I, a laundry list, right? And I'm like this. And she's like, I would just like to be friends and things. And I'm like, that's cool. So let's just leave this, because, you know, I've got enough friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't, and she, I think it with her, she was just like, but why can't we be friends? And I'm like, 
because I've got enough friends and this is not going to be a friendship. Yeah, but also because that's not the intention, you know. Thank you. Like, it would have been fine if that was your intention. But now, like, it's a mismatch because you want something and the other person wants something else. Yeah. So and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I've had a similar situation, but it never actually went to, like, a physical thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know... I was seeing this girl on Instagram, whatever. So I asked her out. We went out a couple of times. Then I think it was the second or third date. I was like, so what's going on, you know? Mm -hmm. Like we have been going out now for like a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. and So like you guys were going on dates? Like you guys had sex yet? Yes. Okay. Yes, just okay. dates. Nothing physical, not even like a kiss. Okay. You know, like, but just like going out, having dinner, having lunch, having whatever, mm -hmm. wine. <laughs> wine. And then, guys, wine will do things. The person was like, uh, oh, I'm not sure if I am there, you know, mm -hmm. if I'm ready to like be physical with uh, another woman. Oh, okay. Had they never been physical with another woman? No. Oh, you were baby's first woman? I wasn't. Like, no, like, you would have been her first yes, woman. Yes, yes. Guys, that's that's also its own struggle in its own life. <laughs> I just... Okay, No, right. guys, I think we just, we are complicating things, you know? <laughs> like, okay. I, like, what is this thing about the first whatever, you it's, know? It's because it's quite... Ma it's like a big... In our minds, you are right. We are complicating things, right? It should just be another body, another interaction, another... But, like, guys, it's, it's, it's a big moment. It, and it's going to be good, it you know? It's going to be good. <laughs> I, I love your promise. Like, this is a certified guarantee. It's going to be good. <laughs> I mean, I was even talking to a friend the other day, and I was like, dating men is a whole... She's straight, right? Mm -hmm. She was telling me about this guy she's seeing, and I was like... Dating men is such a weird concept because statistically <laughs> speaking, you have, like, this is not a, it's funny, but it's not really funny. Like, okay. you have more chances of experiencing violence than pleasure. <sighs> like, statistically speaking, this is not like, I'm not the, making the, this This is up. not you just being shady you know, and rude or whatever. But like. if you're a woman, statistically speaking, you're coming. No, no actually, <laughs> you know what, like... We joke, but big facts. There have actually been studies done mm -hmm. that show um, that, like, guys, God bless these white people in the in the West getting money to trace to trace orgasms. <laughs> but like the this thing showed like this big study and it was a massive study uh, across. I think whether it was it was like people eighteen to thirty or eighteen to forty or something. Okay, right? looking at the different quote unquote groupings mm. and how much they orgasm. Obviously, straight men came at the top. Mm. And straight women came like at the bare bottom, right? Wow. And it was like, and it seemed the more you interacted with men, the less likely you were to have an orgasm, unless you were a straight man okay. who don't interact with men at all, because, yes. other than themselves. Mm -hmm. So, like, I think it was straight men have the most orgasms, then um, lesbians, okay. then bisexual. No, the, the queers were separated, right? Okay. So it was straight men, then it was lesbians. Then it was bisexual women because now it was bisexual women and gay men in the same mm. because they're having to interact with who? With men. Yes. And then at the bottom of the barrel, like it was just like its own percentile <laughs> were straight women. And it was a mess, right? And it was like trying to look at the reasons and it was um, like things like straight men just don't prioritize mm -hmm. anyone else's pleasure. Yeah. And then men in general don't prioritize. And I That's think why just gay the script of quote-unquote straight sex, you know? Mm. Like, just the script of beginning, middle, the, and end. It's so limited. It then, is so limited. Then, then the possibilities of 
exploring and you know just expanding your palate even like it's, if it's not penis and vagina have you had sex mm, really mm-hmm. like mm. there's that and so with this straight woman uh that i i mean if the person is uh, identifies as such then i have to respect yeah. that give them their labels you know, and their flowers babe they were how do i say emotionally there mm-hmm. but just like the physicality of it was its own thing yeah what's it and i was like yo that's your own thing and i can't really help you you and you can't guide people through that's why i was like being somebody's first woman or first queer experience feels like a lot of labor like a lot of emotional labor because now you're having to guide them through their feelings of oh my gosh this is a big thing mm. oh my gosh i'm doing something different so then what happened in the end did you guys eventually then get- nothing happened because the person wanted to be friends but i i didn't you know mm-hmm. it's this thing of the intention just was different not that we're not friends like we talk but now i'm not putting in that effort of let's go out let's do things you see you know that's also the thing because this is also the thing that happened with this other person it was a case of like let's be friends and i'm like i have specific energy that i put into lovers mm-hmm. and that i put into friends right and even within my friendships there's energy that i put into long term friendships because it's a case of like because we've been friends so long you know you know the way different things yes, so of i'm course. like you don't fit into any of these categories so i don't i'm not going to be doing things cuz some of the things we were planning to do was like she'd never had like a bow for example okay. like you know, so i was like i'll take you to do that and like i'll take you to do all these first time mm. cute things in cape town cuz cape town's like date city like look it's if vacation vacation like look if you ever find somebody who you want to be like I I when wanna... when I find not if Oh no, you don't know if you want to not take them to cuz you remember you're not chasing anymore, right? But if mm-hmm, you find mm-hmm. that person who cuz now we're going to talk about sugar daddy energy then, <laughs> right? So if you ever find somebody who now, you know, maybe you're in a space where you want to give them sugar daddy energy, mm. take them to Cape Town. That's because a, you can give them spot. Ooh, fam, cuz you can give them sugar daddy energy on levels. So like you can take them clay painting mm. or you can take them for a movie in the park. Or you can take them a weekend away to a wine farm. You you, you got see? range. Or you can take them hiking, but take them hiking with like a lovely bottle of wine or some of champagne. Of course, of course, of course. You know, so yeah. you got range. I love that. So, I love that for myself. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I'm already welcoming that. That that into yeah, you this know what? Actually, my life. Somebody needs to take you for that. I'm here. My passport is ready. You know, I I have it here with me. So yeah. So any <laughs> anyone who wants to take. this beautiful person out right but now that we're talking about sugar daddy energy you mentioned this to me right mm-hmm. what is sugar daddy energy for me for you for me sugar daddy energy is that urge that i think uh a special group of queer women you know have to just pay for things you know to just spoil your partner mm-hmm. or even if not just your partner your crush yeah. you know whoever is in your orbit oh my god why <laughs> why i have sugar daddy energy but i'm on a sugar baby budget <laughs> so it's not really matching right now you know like the ambition and the will and the urge and the want is there mm-hmm. but the funds the, it's the funds hey the funds you know <sighs> yes but i have that and even like when i'm with my friends my queer friends female mm-hmm. like women we are 
like that mm-hmm. with each other. Okay. Friends, you know? So like as a treating each other, you're spoiling all each other. All the time, all the time. Mm. We were like, oh, okay, just come through. I have this. Let's just go to the beach today. You know, I have this thing. Come with me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't have money. I got you. I got you. You know, that's mm. not even a problem. And so I think also it's good for us to like practicing that with friends, you know, like just allowing yourself to like give out all that love that you have, you know, mm. and you want to give to the world, just give it. I feel like sometimes we separate that a lot. Like, oh no, I can't do this. You know, I can't. It's only for my lovers. Mm-hmm, type mm-hmm. Of. And even sometimes when people see us, they think we date, but we, we've never dated. Mm. Cause you know, there's that in like queer women. Yeah. Where groups. everyone's dated everyone. We haven't. <laughs> no, congratulations <laughs> for being the one group in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe if, Someone starts, then it will be like a... An avalanche. Yeah, an avalanche. But now, because like, it hasn't happened. Okay. It's like, okay, let's keep it this way, please, you so know. So where are you guys finding people to date then? Like, in the club, outside groups? I think that's why we can't find people to date, you know? <laughs> well, you guys have all become friends. Yeah. <laughs> queer women. <laughs> you know, queer women that I find brilliant, you know, and that I can <laughs> share a lot with their friends now, you know, and I love them and... We work together and, you know, we do amazing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we travel, you know. Oh my gosh, you guys are that squad. We are that squad, but then, and we all complain about the same things. <laughs> I, 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 I know, like I met this girl, da, 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 nothing happened. Or I saw this person, but, you know, they are in a monogamous relationship. Guys, monogamy, <laughs> monogamy is getting in the way of some real good loving out here. Stop guys. this. <laughs> Stop this nonsense, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But you know what I think? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this has been said a lot. It's not, I'm not like original. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, queer and not queer, mm-hmm. they think they are monogamous, but they aren't really monogamous. I mean, a lot of them are cheating. A lot of them are not being honest in terms of like those gray areas in their relationship with things that haven't been discussed, you know, boundaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think that even this idea of monogamy, like even if you ask a couple and you like a monogamous couple and you ask them, what is cheating to you and the other person? Maybe they haven't even had that conversation. Fam. You know, some will say, oh, for me, texting is cheating, you know, for me, going on a date is cheating. The other person will say, oh, no, for me, cheating is just like, sex yeah. or emotional connection. Yeah. So it's so different, but we are not having these conversations. No. Even people that think they are in a monogamous relationship. It's because the script of monogamy, and like now going back to this thing of the constant thing of an automatic script, mm-hmm. means that you don't explore, you don't have proper conversations because people are like, if I'm in a monogamous relationship, then the rules have already been set. Mm. No doing this, no doing that. Yeah. Even though, what are these rules that we're living by? I can't text people. Can I have a work? Because some people even think having a work wife is cheating. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So like all of a sudden, and I was having this conversation with the Uber driver because he overheard me sending, um, so I have a Ben 10. Okay. (laughs) A Ben 10 is a younger lover, guys, whatever. Get off my dick. Um, (laughs) And so I was sending them a voice note being like, you know, know, I don't actually mind if you see other people. Mm -hmm. And my Uber driver sat quietly. Then he was like, do you really not mind? I was like, sir. (laughs) Like, who are you, sir? <laughs> and so we ended up having this entire conversation. 
about you know non-monogamy versus monogamy Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah no within monogamy like we're always fighting because you know you're sexting someone else or whatever and i'm like yeah you're fighting not because you're doing these things but because everyone automatically thinks that there's a set of rules exactly but we haven't even discussed nicely within our relationship Mm -hmm. what the rules are and i think that even not just the rules to say don't do this or monogamy means no texting no this Mm -hmm. Maybe even if we reframe that and say monogamy means yes to my time with this one partner that I have, you know. Monogamy yeah. means, uh, I don't know, more emotional availability to give to this one relationship. Monogamy means, you know, like just instead of looking at it as a restricted Thing, thing, but like a mapping. How, yes, how are we going to exactly, navigate this beautiful exactly. thing that we're building together? Because even like in poly relationships, a lot of these conversations are ongoing things because you can't predict some of things that are going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you are figuring things out as you go. So it's this whole idea of, yes, I am open to discovering this new thing, you know? Yes, I am open to explore the limits of my sexuality mm-hmm. and my love interests, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the same with friends, where you have friends that maybe you connect more on an intellectual level. Mm -hmm. Then you have friends that, you know, you enjoy a good wine with. You have friends where you share the same taste in music, so you go to festivals and concerts together. And I think it's the same with lovers. You can have a lover that's like, oh, this person, we really connect on this level, you know. And I have, like, this other lover that brings out so, like, another part Mm -hmm. uh, of me. And I think that's important. I mean... We, we are so complex, you know, as human beings we that you, we can't really be so restricted in how we connect to other human beings. Mm. Mm. Why are you coming here with all that wisdom? This is my podcast. This is fucking me. Backup. This is the 30-year-old version, you know, of me. Now I'm wiser. Oh, I don't oh know. you 39. Did you just enter your dirty 30s? <gasps> Congratulations. Officially. Officially, Officially in your dirty 30s. Oh, my god! So what happens, like, in the dirty 30s? In the dirty 30s? Mm -hmm. Uh, So don't let them lie to you. I don't know how you sit in body. Like, everyone tells you that all of a sudden you're, like, the most confident thing in your body. That still takes, like, a year or so. (laughs) Give that some time. But, like, no, I think you just stop taking a lot more shit. Like, you just stop taking shit. You're just like, this doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. I have that already. You have that already? Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like the conversation we're having, I'm like... (sighs) You, you've already been in your Yeah, because I feel like, you know how people connect with, like, their inner child? Mm-hmm. I feel like I have connected with my inner old lady. Mm. Okay, yeah, <laughs> so that's what happens in your thing. Mm-hmm. Where you, like, you know, you know those older women who you can tell that they're done with the world and they're done taking shit? Exactly. It starts in, the, in your mm-hmm. 30s. Where, like, all of a sudden... I like, love it for me. I oh, want that. No, it's, it's coming. It's lovely. Like, and you just... You just are just like, you know what? I don't need this in my life. All of these scripts we have for women, mm. all of these scripts we have for femmes, all of these scripts we have, fuck all of y'all and the donkeys you rode in on. And just whatever. Just enjoy life. Just enjoy life. You must eat life with a big spoon. I want yeah. that for myself. You I know what? That. And we, we, we're we open. You're not chasing anymore. Mm. Uh-huh. Sugar daddy energy, it'll, it'll match your budget as well. <laughs> Can we just like, what's it for your 30th? And what is what is your our last birthday wish to you before we wrap up this podcast? Um, yeah, no, that you will find the people that you will find these beautiful people you need to date as Amen. a squad. I wish it for the whole squad. For guys. the whole squad. Yeah, for the whole same. squad, guys. So we can go like on vacations together. You yeah, know? but also watch out who you bring into the squad. Hey, hey. 
Because that's another thing. Mm. Now when people start dating, they can bring some bare nonsense. So we, we ask for good people. Good, beautiful people. Good, beautiful people, Because yes. you also don't want somebody fucking with the squad dynamics. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. That's bad. That's that bad. is terrible. So my baby, where can people find you on these internet streets? On Instagram at Eli Nzualo. E-L-I-N-Z-U-A-L-O. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm mostly active on Instagram. I so. do love your Instagram. Thank you. And I love being on your close friends. <laughs> like, I get... I take energy, you know? I love the energy on your close friends. I like... You know, whenever you're on someone's close friends, you, you just feel like you're part of, like, some sort of intimate thing. Yeah, yeah, like a secret society. And I enjoy your close friends because it actually is something worth watching. Some people just put memes. I'm mm-hmm. like, why did you put memes? Like... That's just, for your normal. Yeah, that's for your normal. Some people <laughs> put memes. They'll they'll repost like, "Oh my gosh, guys, support Libya," and you're like, "Why is this a secret? Like, what is this?" <laughs> so I appreciate you putting me on your close friends because you. you serve close friends content. Thank you, thank you. Thank so you. guys, thank you, and thank you for being on. Thank this you thing. for having me. This was so much fun. Thank ah! you for inviting me. I'm but so you know, happy. next time you come, you have to do this again, right? Yes, we'll do this. Uh, we will this. I mean, multiple times. Yeah, no, multiple times. People mm-hmm. eventually be like, I is this one a co-host? <laughs> <laughs> and you have to come to Mozambique as well. No, yeah, no, that's a whole plan. Please And do. we can go back to that ghost hotel. I'm telling you it was run by ghosts. Mm. I don't know why, but we'll discuss that later. Yes, we need to visit that place together. <laughs> <laughs> Chatting to this beauty is so amazing and I'm so happy I caught them before they left the country. They were only in town for like a little while. But you know what? They stay in and out, so I'ma catch them again. But one thing we did mention is the script that people follow when it comes to sex. In psychology, they talk about how the normal response cycle consists of four stages. Appetitive, interest and desire, arousal, orgasm, and resolution, which I always think of as like post-nut clarity. But like, you know, these are just my own things. And then in psychology, like in some spaces, they argue that when the script isn't followed, then people start feeling some type of way. And that's when you start like pathologizing sex and all those things. And then we're all on the edge of our own life. But we have to reconfigure the way we see sex. There's no right or wrong way. There is no normal sexual cycle. There is no defining sex as this or that. And it doesn't have to end in orgasm, right? So, you know, my nerd self loves a good article. So I had to go deep diving and I haven't read Everyday Feminism in like a hot minute. But like I found this article on Everyday Feminism called Four Reasons I Don't Consider Orgasms the Goal of Sex. So the four reasons not to make orgasms the goal of sex. Number one. It makes sex less prescriptive. So one easy way to kill the fun of sex is to believe it has to end a certain way. Instead of just enjoying the moment, you're busy thinking, how can I come more quickly? How can I come harder? What if I don't come? What if they don't come? But the kind of sex that brings people closer allows people to be themselves, allows the situation to be itself while still caring about your partner's needs and your partner's pressure pleasure even and what they actually like and what you actually like so when you're taking the pressure off like you know having an orgasm and things having to end a certain way you get to be in the moment and enjoy each other more number two every sensation becomes more intense so now you can explore and try out different types of pleasure without being like the orgasm the orgasm we must get to the orgasm right so the author says these moments before orgasm can be far better than the orgasm itself 
true facts true big facts with this one and if i and if you don't spend the time worrying that you're going to get there then you can enjoy these moments before it's like the difference between eating in a rush before you need because you need to feed yourself and slowly noticing every bite mm, i love that number 3 your pleasure should not be for you, should should not be for you woo can i not be telling lies on the podcast your pleasure should be for you not your partner so The article goes on to say like people especially femmes and women are taught that their orgasms aren't for them that they are for their partners to affirm their partners. So now the author says when I gave myself permission to not try to orgasm I realized that I did try and or I faked it. It was mostly because I wanted to feed my partner's egos, turn them on, make them feel appreciated or put an end to the sex when I didn't feel comfortable communicating that I wasn't feeling it anymore. And you know what? There's so many of us who have been there who fake orgasms or like even sometimes force an orgasm just to be like, "Okay, look, you were so great." And you like, "Look, I'm not even going to lie. High key I may have done it a little more recently than I care to admit, but as I said, all of this is about learning and unlearning, guys. So, we're all here out here together. Anyway, number 4. This approach of letting yourself not orgasm and not making orgasm the goal has changed my perspective beyond sex. This is what the author says, right? So, this is number 4, the fourth reason that orgasms are not the goal for them. And they say how our society views sex is a reflection of how it views everything as a race to the finish line. And beyond that um and beyond that finish line is usually some sort of achievement. They put it so well by saying in a similar way that we have sex to get an orgasm, we go to school to get a great job, we go to work to get money. We lead the lives we think will be most impressive to others regardless of how they make us feel. So now guys instead of being in the moment we are always moving towards a goal but if we take this away we can really enjoy every moment like just enjoy the moment is that isn't that like a coke advert or something but you know what i mean right enjoy the build up and the lead up to the beautiful climax if you have the beautiful climax do the things you need to do so take your time explore the orgasm isn't the be all end all of things please know i am also talking to myself at the end of this podcast i am talking to myself as well so anyway guys that's the wrap that's the climax lol see what i did there go and do the right things give us a five star review on all the platforms share us with your friends listen with your lovers listen again then listen with your friends listen with your family listen with everyone right and then go back to old episodes just do the things but yeah but do help us by like giving us a five star review and sharing the podcast and remember This is basically life and I'm your host Tiff Mugo telling you to calm your tits. Life is not always that serious. <laughs>